50 cents goes into the pot. We try to turn it into $50,000. You like that money? You're in it for the money. This is the 50 cents to 50K podcast hosted by Sean Anderson. Sean Anderson? I'm not really familiar with Sean Anderson. Sean Anderson is now my personal enemy, so we are going to get into that. He is? He's the phenom. Welcome into the 50 Cent to $50,000 podcast. I'm your host and contestant, Sean Anderson. Season two of the 50 Cent to $50,000 podcast. We are currently going through the $36 tournament challenge. The $36 tournament challenge. We put $36 into a FanDuel Sportsbook account and we try to just win money. That's the objective is to win money. I don't really have a goal on how much money I want to win, but I do have the goal that I do want to win money. So that's the goal of this $36 tournament. We are going to put a dollar or more on every single tournament game. We've gone through four already. It did not go well, um, but we did win one game. Uh, So our bank right now, our total winnings, uh, including the dollar that we invested, is up to 206, but we will recap all of that. Before we get into that, I first want to remind you to first follow the pod at 50kpod on Twitter. Also, I want you to go and review the podcast if you can at iTunes. I think I'm the only review so far. If anyone is listening and anyone does want to help out and anyone does want to review the show on iTunes, that'd be huge. That would absolutely help me out a ton. It would help grow this podcast. And maybe if we grow the podcast, we can get more money into the podcast, which would be fun. And then finally, I have a rule I have to share with you because outside of the $36 rule, right, that's the biggest rule is we can only put in $36. Outside of that, the other rules are each round the unit goes up, so... Right now, we're in round one, so the unit's $1. In round two, the unit will be $2 a game. Round three, $3 a game. Round four, $4 a game. Round five, $5 a game. And then at the tournament, uh, the title game, we will be betting it all. The other rule that we're going to add into this is the Illinois rule. So in the first round, we are going to place two future bets in lieu of betting on the Illinois or Loyola game because we legally cannot bet on those games uh, on FanDuel Sportsbook due to Illinois betting rules. So we cannot bet on either of those games. So basically, it's the $36 challenge on 34 games, and we'll have to do something as well uh, next round, especially if Loyola and Illinois play each other. But again, the Illinois rule is two first-round futures. Every other round's funds uh, will be banked. So you know, if we get a Loyola-Illinois matchup, we're just going to bank $2. We're not going to bet it on any other game. We're just going to keep it the same. Uh, so we will have only 30 bets today. There are 32 bets uh, that we could be making today. But yeah, we will only be making 30 bets today. And the two other bets were first-round futures. I took Villanova at plus 4,400, so 44 to 1 odds. We placed $1 on that, so we can win $44 if Villanova wins the title. I don't really like them too, but I like their odds. And if they're, you know, if they click at the right time, they got a good coach. I don't think it was crazy at $44 because that would that would cover the buy-in, right? We'd win money if Villanova wins it. So I like that odd for that reason. The other one is one that I do think they can win the third seed, Texas. They had 35 to 1 odds. So we bet a dollar to win 35. So we wouldn't cover it. We wouldn't cover the $36 that we put into to do this challenge. But we'd get we'd get close, you know. It'd be a dollar off, and I'm hoping we're going to win more money than that. Uh, but obviously, if we you know lose the title round bet, we are not going to uh, 
we are not going to win any money. So hopefully Texas is just in the title game. And then that way we could just bet on Texas opponent and win money either way. So with all of that out of the way, let's start the first day of the $36 tournament challenge. Scoreboard update. Welcome into the 50 cents, $50,000 podcast update studio. I am Sean Anderson. First up yesterday, we had Texas Southern taking on Mount St. Mary's. I thought that Texas Southern was the best team that Mount St. Mary's has faced all year, and it proved to be true. Mount St. Mary's did have a 10-point lead after half. It was 30-20, to but then Texas Southern outscored them 40-22 to in the second half. It was a great showing from Texas Southern, a true team effort there. John Walker was their leading scorer with 19 points, and John Walker and the Texas Southern team won me... A dollar and six cents. So after this game, we were up to 206 in profits. Next up, the Wichita State Shockers versus the Drake Bulldogs. This was a very, very good game. Wichita State had a lead after the half. But Joseph Yusufu for the Bulldogs had a fantastic dunk in that first half. He got red hot. He put up 21 points and led Drake to a 53-52 victory. Wichita State had a chance to win the game at the end. They had the last final shot. If they hit it, they would have won. We would have won a dollar fourteen, and we would have been up to like four four twenty. Nice, nice. Ah oh, man, if Wichita State, we would have been up to four twenty. Anyways, Wichita State lost. We didn't win any money, so we stayed at 206 for the day because Drake defeated Wichita State 53 to 52. Next up, Norfolk State versus Appalachia State. Norfolk State in the first half outscored Appalachia State 36 to 20. But then the team I bet the Appalachia State Mountaineers came marching back. They outscored the Norfolk State team in the second half 33 to 18. Now, One thing that I did realize, I checked my phone at halftime because I wasn't watching this game, and I saw that Appalachia State just hit a three. I was like, okay, cool. And then Norfolk State followed it up with a three. But then I looked at the team stats and noticed that Appalachia State was one for 21 from three-point land, which means I saw the only three that they hit on the game cast, which means before they hit that three, they went 0 for 20. So... Again, the Wichita State game, they lost by one. That wasn't a bad read. This Appalachia State game, they lost by one and missed at least 23s. So that that screwed me over there. I don't think these were bad reads. Uh, I did take Appalachia State to win. We would have won 61 cents. That would have been $1.61 plus 420, which would have taken us up to a total of... 581. We did lose this game, so the bank and our profits stay at 206. Finally, we have the UCLA Bruins defeating the Michigan State Wolverines 86-80 in overtime. Michigan State was the better team in the first half, but Mick Cronin outcoached Tom Izzo, and Tom Izzo really really owes me money for this. Uh, This this shouldn't have been a game that they lost. You had an 11-point lead against the UCLA team that consistently was blowing leads, and this was a Michigan State team that I read up that wasn't going to blow leads. So I'm kind of pissed off right now that this team blew a lead. I thought Michigan State would have gotten more out of their guards. The guard play was won by UCLA. I thought Joshua Langford would have had a better game. He only had 12 points. I thought that Aaron Henry would have had a better game. He only had 16. Rocket Watts only had nine. He only went one of six from three. I thought Malik Hall would have played better. They did not. So that's, I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, Jaquez for UCLA was insane. He was hitting a ton of threes. So 
I, uh, I, I, I'm pissed off that we lost that game. We went one and three on the day. If we won that game, we would have added 74 cents to our dollar investment. If we did win all of our bets and went 4-0, we would have had a total possible bank of $7.59. However, we ended up at $2.06 because the only game we won was the Texas Southern Mount St. Mary's game. I'm Sean Anderson. This is the 50 Cent to $50,000 Podcast Update Studio, which should probably be named the $36 Tournament Challenge or Season 2 of the 50 Cent to $50,000 Podcast. All right, let's get into the games in this brackets. We're going to do the South and Midwest region first, and then second will be the East and West regions. I will put time markers available, so if you are listening to this on Saturday, you can jump to Saturday's games. However, if you're listening on Friday, you can just listen all the way through, and you will get my picks for each and every single game. First up, let's start with 116, Baylor versus Hartford. This is a game that does not have a money line available, and this is not something that I kind of planned for. So I did end up taking a spread on this since no money line was available to me. I know a lot of people are talking about Baylor and saying that they've kind of slipped up near the end, but this is a team that is a number one seed for a reason. They destroyed Illinois when they played them. They had a COVID outbreak later in the season, but they're playing Hartford. They should win this game. This is a team that also has, I believe, eight victories over 26 points or more. I think that they can handle this team. They've had some time off. And I think that all of these teams, especially with this bubble aspect, are trying to make the most out of every single opportunity. And that means that a talented team like Baylor is going to make the most out of their opportunity too. So I'm going to take Baylor against the spread. And the spread is currently put at 25 and a half. So we will take Baylor to cover 25 and a half. The odds on that are minus 110. So our dollar wager can win us 91 cents. Next up in the South region, we are going to go just down the line bracket wise. It's number eight, North Carolina versus number nine, Wisconsin, North Carolina, 18 and 10 on the season, 10 and six in the ACC, Wisconsin, 17 and 12 this season, 10 and 10 in the big 10. This game starts at 6, 10 PM central. This matchup between Wisconsin and North Carolina uses produce, usually produces really good games. And it's typically the same game every single time. Wisconsin has worse athletes and play at a slower pace, but they're a smarter team that turn the ball over less. And I I look at Wisconsin's end of the season and they had a tough end facing Iowa three times, Illinois twice, and they face Michigan. And I think with Demetric Trice, their guard, I think the senior leadership that's also on that team will have them ready to perform. And they've been in Indianapolis pretty much for two weeks now with the Big Ten tournament being there. I think UNC can keep possessions alive due to their rebounding. However, Wisconsin is 8-10 and 10 when out-rebounded. So it's not like them getting out-rebounded is an automatic loss because, you know, they're basically a little under, you know, 500 when they, when they get out-rebounded. So I like Wisconsin just because they have everything else besides the rebounding edge. So we're going to have Wisconsin to win a dollar on plus 106 odds. So we're going to bet a dollar to win 106. Next up, number five, Villanova. Verse number 12, Winthrop. Winthrop and Villanova will tip at 8.57 p.m. Central Time. Villanova 16-6. and 6. They are 11-4 in the Big East this year. Winthrop 23-1, and 1, and they won their conference with a record of 17-1. and 1. 
And this kind of comes down to not really who I think has the better team, but it's really the odds and it's really the return. I think that Villanova, with the injuries that they've had, and they had a really, really rough end uh, end to their season. Um, Winthrop, being a team that's red hot, twenty three and one, they have a ton of confidence. Nothing really sticks out statistically. I think Villanova is a team that can win this game, and I think they should win this game. But it's a five twelve upset. We know those happen all the time in the tournament. I have to take some of them, and I really like the return again. Um, I think Winthrop can win, and you're basically saying that. You know, if I bet Winthrop, I can turn that $1 basically into $3. So I like that a lot. You look at Winthrop, too, and I talk about the fact that they can win. I think the game plan is there. You look at Winthrop, they're on fire, they play fast, and the first time Villanova played a similar pace team, they lost 70-59 to in St. John's. In their second matchup, they handled St. John's. However... If Villanova isn't prepared, Winthrop comes out, I can absolutely see Winthrop winning this. So I think with the future bet that we have in Villanova, I would like to take Winthrop here. So I'm going to place $1 on Winthrop. If they win, we win $2.25 because the odds are at plus $2.25. Next up, number four, Purdue versus number 13, North Texas. This one tips off at 6.25 p.m. Central. North Texas, big green machine. I hope they win. I like when teams like this win. They have a really good defense, 42nd in adjusted defense. But you look at Purdue, they have a better defense. They have a better offense. They're a top 15 team in Ken Palm. They're 5-5 five and five versus the top 25. North Texas is 0-1 against the top 25 team, the only 25 top 25 team they played. And you look at Purdue, Purdue's conference point per game, the Big Ten's point per game, an average team was averaging 72.9 points per game. North Texas isn't even averaging 70. And Purdue's holding Big Ten teams to 66.3 points per game. Purdue should win this game easily. And I I have no issue on the return with North Texas. North Texas could give you a decent return if you take them uh, at at plus 200, uh, above plus 200. But I'm going to take Purdue to win. $1 to win 33 cents. The line is at minus 300 for the Boilermakers. Next up, Upset City again, number six, Texas Tech versus number 11, Utah State. This one tips off at 12.45 p.m. Central. Texas Tech 17-10 and 10 and 9-8 and 8 in the Big 12. Utah State 20-8 and 8 and 15-4 and in their conference. And we talk about what we like about teams. I will say this about Texas Tech. I'm not going to bet uh, bet with them today. However, I do think that their team, especially a six seed, I think there's two six seeds that can go all the way uh, to the Final Four. I think it's Texas Tech and I think it's USC. And even though I think Texas Tech can go that far, I think they have one of the hardest opening round matchups. Utah State is a team that can put up like points. I mean, they, they average 73 a game. So this isn't like a mid-major that can't score. This team can score and they can play defense. They're outscoring their opponents by 11 points per game. I really like this team. Eighth in adjusted defense. Utah State, I think, can win if they are just consistent on offense. Texas Tech, if they get punched in the mouth right away, they might not be able to respond. So I think Utah State, with their ability to play defense, and I think just with the craziness of the tournament, I will bet on Utah State to win $1 to win $1.60 plus $1.60 are the odds. Again, this is mainly just because I like the return on Utah State, and I think they can win. Next up, number three, Arkansas versus number 14, Colgate. I think Arkansas has the potential to go to the Final Four as well. I think Arkansas and Texas Tech, if I have to pick two teams, I think that 
their first round matchups are super tough. Then they'd have to play each other in the next round. But I think really the winner of that could go to the final four. Arkansas is a great team. They're scoring 82.4 points per game. They're holding their opponents to 70.7 points per game. The SEC as a conference averages 74 a game. So they're holding their opponents basically under you know three points less than what they're usually scoring. I really like Arkansas. They have a good defense. They have a good offense. Top 40 in offense. Top 15 in defense. They should win this game. However, Colgate can also score. 86.3 points per game for Colgate. They have the 43rd best adjusted offense. I think they're that it's possible for Colgate to win. It's possible. And with that, and the money line being plus 315 for Colgate to win, I like the odds there. That'd be a huge, huge, huge return if we're able to win that one. That basically gives us two games to bet on next round if Colgate wins because we win a 315. So if we add the dollar that we bet them to win, that's 415 right there. That's two games we can bet on in the in round two. So I like Colgate to win a dollar to win 315. Again, plus 315 odds for Colgate to pull off the upset. Next up, number seven, Florida versus number 10, Virginia Tech. This one tips off at 11.15 a.m. I think this is the first game that will tip off in about two hours. I like Florida to win this one. And the reason why is I think that they're just an all-around better team. 40th in adjusted offense, 37th in adjusted defense, 37th in their Ken Palm. The thing that worries me a little bit is Virginia Tech's ability to play up. They're 4-0 against the top 25. Florida's 2-2. However, Florida's facing tougher opponents uh, in the SEC. Alabama, Arkansas, that's a 3-2 seed right there. I like Florida to win. I'm going to take them to win at minus 104. So we're going to bet $1 to win 96 cents for the Florida Gators. Next up in the final game in this region, the South region, number two, Ohio State versus number 15, Oral Roberts. This one tips off at 2 p.m. Uh, this one, I'm going to keep it plain and simple. I'm not picking any 15 seeds to beat number two seeds. I think that's a waste of money. It might be a waste of money on this money line for Ohio State. Uh, it is very small and not good return. But if they win, I keep a dollar. And I'll take that because I think if I'm betting Oral Roberts, I'm honestly just throwing my money away. Oral Roberts is the team with the 285th adjusted defense. The team in Ohio State that just barely lost to Illinois in the Big Ten title game, there's no way they're going to let Oral Roberts beat them. So we're going to bet Ohio State to win. We're going to bet $1 to win $0.06. Cents. The odds are on that are basically minus $1,800. let us move to the South region. I cannot bet on Illinois versus Drexel. So we will move past that. If I could, I'd obviously take Illinois. I wouldn't bet against. If I wouldn't bet on a 15 seed to win, I'm not going to bet on a 16 seed to win. Uh, so we'll just avoid that on Illinois. Again, we placed two future bets on both Villanova and Texas to win the tournament with the dollars that we were supposed to bet on Illinois and Loyola. So basically, the bet for Illinois and Drexel is Villanova to win the title at plus 44 to one. So if that makes any sense. We can't bet on the Illinois game because of the Illinois gambling laws. So we took the dollar that we were supposed to bet on it, and we bet a uh, dollar for Villanova to win the tournament at 44 to 1 odds. Next up, number eight, Loyola versus Georgia Tech. Again, Illinois odds do not allow us to bet on this game. I would take Loyola. They're completely underseeded. Georgia Tech is out with, without their big man. I think Loyola will win this game easily. We can't bet on it, though, so we bet $1 for Texas to win the national tournament. 
$1 to win 35 on that Texas future. Next up, number five, Tennessee versus Oregon State. This one ticks, tips off at 3.30 p.m. I like Tennessee in this matchup. Oregon State can shoot from the outside and they're red hot in the Pac-12 tournament. However, I think with the traveling, I don't think they're going to be able to pull it off. Tennessee is a team that can absolutely play lights-out defense. Oregon State can't play a lick of defense, and their offense just isn't that great. Um, Both teams are pretty even matched offensively, and I just think that Tennessee being that much better defensively will really stumble Oregon State. They haven't faced a defense like this. I don't think Oregon State will be able to handle it. The bet for this one is Tennessee to win. We're going to bet a dollar on it to win 22 cents. The odds on it are minus 450. Next up, number four, Oklahoma State versus number 13, Liberty. This one tips off at 525 p.m. I know a lot of people like Liberty in this one, and I don't really. um, I think Oklahoma State obviously has the talent. Cade Cunningham's probably going to be the first overall pick in the NBA draft. Nine and five against top 25 teams. They're 30th in Ken Palm. They're 22nd in adjusted defense and 54th in adjusted offense. However, I don't really worry too much about that adjusted offense number because, again, Cade Cunningham, that guy has shown that he can take over games late in them. And I I really like Oklahoma State to uh, go deep in this tournament. However, Liberty is a huge upset pick, a a very common one, 23-5 and this year, 11-2 and in their conference. 52nd in adjusted offense, so if that shows up, that would be huge for that team. They really can't play defense. However, this is about the return. I'm going to bet Liberty to win $1 on this to win $2.80 plus 280s on those odds. I think Oklahoma State's the better team. However, it's too hard to pass up the odds on Liberty. Next up, number six, San Diego State versus Syracuse, number 11 seed. This one tips off at 840. San Diego State's a team that can go to the Final Four, and I really, really like them this year. Buddy Beheim, I don't think, is going to be able to pull out Syracuse, uh, help help Syracuse pull out a victory here. I watched enough Syracuse in the ACC tournament. I wasn't massively impressed. San Diego State has a very good offense, 44th in adjusted offense, and they are very good defensively. They have the 11th best adjusted defense in the NCAA, 20th Ken Palm team, 18th BPI, and every single big game that they have played in. There's been two top 25 teams. They've beat them twice. So I really like San Diego State in this tournament. I really like them against Syracuse. San Diego State to win. I'm going to bet a dollar to win 62 cents. The odds on it are at minus 162. Next up, number three, West Virginia versus Moorhead State. This one tips off at 8.50. I'm not taking many 14 seeds, and I'm not taking Moorhead State. One, because I applied to be their head coach, and they never responded back to me, which I find to be rude. Uh, But also, West Virginia is just a better team. And I I really, really don't see Bob Huggins losing in the first round. I can't see the last time he lost in the first round, 2015. I mean, you look back at him. Uh, 2017, 2018, Sweet 16, 2016, 2017, Sweet 16. They lost in the first round in 2015, but then before then they had a Sweet 16 round again. So I I like West Virginia here to win. I'm going to take them on the money line. $1 to win 11 cents. The odds are at 950 for West Virginia to win. Then number seven, Clemson versus number 10, Rutgers. 8.20 p.m. tip on this one. I'm going to take Rutgers to win. I really like the fact that they played against a tough Big Ten uh, schedule. 
I like the fact that they are very good in transition. They play great defense. They have good guard play. I think that Rutgers is going to be able to win the turnover battle. I think they'll be able to turn those turnovers into points. And they're a team that I think can go far. My coworker and college betting expert, Eli Hershkovitz, also thinks Rutgers can go far. So when an expert like that tells you that a team like Rutgers can win, I'm going to listen to him. Rutgers to win on the money line, $1 to win 75 cents, and the odds on that are minus 134. Final matchup in the Midwest region, number two Houston versus number 15 Cleveland State. This one tips off at 6.15 p.m. I like Houston. I don't have to go too much into this one. It's a two versus a 15 seed. I really don't think Cleveland State is going to win or have a chance in this game. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and that's what makes the tournament great. Houston to win. I'm going to bet a dollar to win three cents. The odds on this are minus 3,000 or 30. I guess it'd be one to 30. Yeah, the odds are on it are one to 30. I don't know. I should really learn how to do those uh, those odds and learn how to be able to talk about them because I, I could say, you know, minus 3,000, but... Is it 1 to 30 odds that they're going to win? Because I can only make 30 cents off of it. Or would it be like 1? I don't know. You guys probably don't care. Let's move on to the next region. It's going to be the West region. This is going to tip off on Saturday. We're going to start number 1, and we're going to go basically down how you go down a bracket, just like we just did. So number 1, Gonzaga versus number 16, Northfolk State. We just saw Northfolk State defeat Appalachian State 53-52. to that doesn't matter, though. We are going to take Gonzaga on the spread. I think it's at 33 and a half. And it is. It's 33 and a half for Gonzaga to defeat Northfolk State by 33 and a half. So we are going to take Gonzaga to cover by 33 and a half. Uh, they've been compared to the 70s UCLA team. I'm not going to mess around with it. I think Gonzaga blows out Northfolk State. Uh, $1 to win 91 cents on minus 110 odds for Gonzaga to cover and win by 33 and a half or more. Next up, Oklahoma versus Missouri. Oklahoma, 5 and 10 record this year, 9 and 8 in their conference. Missouri, 16 and 9 and 8 and 8 in their conference. Missouri fell off of the track down late in the season. Uh, they did have a big win over Illinois, but nothing really else stood out. I think Oklahoma is a be- better overall team. They've been tested more as well, 12 top 25 games. I like Oklahoma to win this game. I'm going to bet $1 to win $0.86. Cents. The odds on that are minus 116. Next up, number five, Creighton versus number 12, UC Santa Barbara. This one tips off at 2.30 p.m. Central. UC Santa Barbara is a 12 seed that can absolutely pull off this upset, but they haven't t- played anybody. They haven't played a single top 25 team, and Creighton is a very solid team. I would say like a Wisconsin, like a Michigan State, they're very well coached, they're very solid, and there's not too many flaws on this team. I, I think that even though they lost big to Georgetown, uh, they showed that against U- UConn that they can play very solid team basketball, and I like that from Creighton. So I'm going to take Creighton to defeat UC Santa Barbara. $1 to win $0.31. Cents. The odds on it are minus 320. Next up, number four, Virginia versus number 13, Ohio. Virginia 18 and 6 in the year, 13 and 4 in the ACC. Ohio 16 and 7 and 9 and 5 in the MAC Conference. Big thing with Ohio, people love them. People love Jason Preston, and they are an offense that plays very well. Top 30 offense, adjusted uh, offense in the NCAA. 
I don't think that they are the better team, and I have Virginia advancing in my actual bracket, but with the hype that's around Ohio, the fact that they got the money line down from plus 350 to plus 270 shows that people really do think Ohio can win. So I'm going to take Ohio. I'm going to bet $1 to win $2.70. The odds are plus 270 for that one. Next up, number six, USC versus number 11, Drake. This one tips off at 3.30. Drake showed that they can absolutely light it up from the outside. And I told you earlier that I think UC, uh, USC is a team that can go to the Final Four. I think that this is a team uh, that this and Oregon are the two Pac-12 uh, teams that could truly represent the Pac-12 in the Final Four. I don't know if either one will do it, but I do think both of these teams have the players to do it. I like Mobley on USC. They're very well-rounded. They play great defense. They're very good from the outside. They have a top 30 offense. They have a top 20 defense, and they're 14th in the Kempom. I, I think that this team, if they had a more full schedule and they were playing better opponents, they only had two top 25 uh, matchups, I think this team could go farther, um, and I would be probably taking them here today, but I think Drake, with their quick shooting, um, I like Drake to win mainly because of the odds as well. So I'm going to take Drake to win $1 to win $2.20 plus 220 on those odds. So I like Drake to win it and hopefully pull off the upset and we can win some cash. Next up, number three, Kansas versus number 14, Eastern Washington. Kansas is going to be out without uh, top rebounder Jalen Wilson in this one. I do think that usually injuries play a huge factor into this, right? And Kansas wasn't expecting to not play without Wilson. Uh, they were notified, I think, after the Big 12 tournament. So I think Eastern Washington has a chance. I don't know if they'll do it. But Kansas really hasn't impressed me this year. Their offense isn't great. They really slog along. And I think Eastern Washington, if they're motivated, they can catch them sleeping. And again, it's about the return. Eastern Washington, if we place $1 for them to win, we win $4.80. That, again, like I said earlier, that's basically three games right there in round two because we'd be taking away $5.80. That's basically $6. That's three games we can bet on uh, in, in, in the next round. So I like Eastern Washington because I like the odds. So I'm going to take Eastern Washington here, uh, $1 to win $4.80 if they pull off the upset against Kansas. Next up, number seven, Oregon versus number 10 VCU. I told you earlier, I think Oregon is one of the better teams here. I think they're underseeded. Uh, they play extremely well. 16th best offense adjusted uh, in the NCAA. Their top 80 defense, which isn't great, but VCU really can't shoot the ball. They're really not that great of an offense. And they do play good defense, but offense travels. And I, I really do think that the offense from Oregon State is going to be why they win this. Oregon to win. We're going to place $1 to win 45 cents. The odds on it are minus 220. Finally, in this region, the West region, Iowa, number two seed versus number 15, Grand Canyon. This one tips off at 525 p.m. tomorrow, and we are going to take Iowa. Shockingly, they are the huge favorite in this one. Minus 1,400 odds. We're going to place $1 on those odds to win seven cents. I don't need to break this down for you. It's a two versus 15. Then we're going to go to the East region. First up, Michigan versus Texas Southern, 1 versus 16. There is no money line bet on this because of the 116 matchup. I will take Michigan to cover 
the spread of 26 points. I think that Michigan, although they don't have Isaiah Livers, is a fantastic team. I think they're probably the second best team in the NCAA besides, or sorry, third best team in the NCAA besides Gonzaga and Illinois. I like Michigan to destroy Texas Southern. I don't think Texas Southern, I mean, they they couldn't handle Mount St. Mary's. And if they get down like they did in the first half to Mount St. Mary's, there's no way they're going to win this game. And I think it could be an absolutely just route by Michigan. So I'll take Michigan to cover the 26-point spread. That's $1 to win 90 cents on that one with odds of minus 110. Next up, number eight, LSU versus number nine, St. Bonaventure. This one tips off at 1245 on Saturday. I like the Bonnies to win this one. Great defense. They're top 20 in the NCAA with adjusted defense and their top 40 offense. And while LSU has a great offense, fifth in the NCAA, I really do think that the Bonnies, they haven't had the chance to play a team like this. I think this is exactly what they were looking for, a chance to prove themselves. LSU has been going up against tough teams in the SEC. They had a tough out-of-conference schedule as well. They're 2-5 and five versus top 25 teams. They've played teams, and they've gotten beaten up. They just lost their last one. I think Bonaventure is going to be confident, and I think they're going to be extremely motivated. I like St. Bonaventure, Bonaventure, the Bonnies, to win. I'm going to place $1 to win a dollar, plus 100 odds on that one. Next up, Colorado versus Georgetown. Again, another Pac-12 team I like. I like Colorado a lot this year. They got a top 30 defense. They got a top 20 offense. They got a top 20 Ken Palm ranking. They're 3-1 and one against the top 25. I like Colorado a lot. I know Georgetown is red hot, but there's no way they can keep this up. This isn't a team like Kemba or like UConn that went through with Kemba as their best player and, and ran through the Biggies tournament. And this was a very well-coached team, a very fun moment for Georgetown, but this will not continue in the NCAA tournament. I like Colorado to win $1 to win 43 cents. The odds on it are minus 230. Next up, number four, Florida State versus number 13, UNC Greensboro. One of the best programs in the NCAA. Leonard Hamilton is a fantastic coach. I really, really, really doubt Florida State will lose in this first round. I understand that it can happen. I understand the 13 seeds have been pulling off the upset more and more, but I don't care. I'm going to take Florida State to win $1 on that one to win 16 cents. The odds on it are minus 620. Next up, BYU versus UCLA. I like BYU to win this one. All three of their top 25 losses were to Gonzaga. Outside of that, they're 1-0 against the top 25. They're top 30 in BPI. They're top 30 in Ken Palm. They're top 30 in adjusted offense. They're top 30 in adjusted defense. If they get down to UCLA, I still think that they have the ability to come back. And if UCLA gets down to BYU, I think BYU stomps them. I like BYU to win this one. I'm going to place $1 to win 60 cents. The odds on it are minus 168. Then, number three, Texas versus number 14, Abilene Christian. This one tips off at 8.50 on Saturday. I really like Texas. Um, Abilene Christian, they might be able to do it, but I don't see a way. Um, I I really like Texas. I have a future for them to win the NCAA tournament. Maybe that means I should have bet Abilene Christian, but I'm I'm not into losing money. Texas is going to win this one. $1 to win 24 cents minus 420 odds for Texas to win. Number seven, UConn versus number 10, Maryland. 6-10 tip on Saturday. I really like Maryland. I think Maryland can go deep in this tournament. I think they can beat Alabama in the second round, too. Um, They have a really good defense. They have a pretty okay offense. Um, UConn is probably more of a well-rounded team, but here's the thing that I want to break it down, and it really comes down to strength of schedule, I think. 
Maryland, they have the 46, 42nd best adjusted offense. However, their opponent's adjusted offense was 22nd. Uh, and then defensively, Maryland had the 27th best adjusted defense. Their opponent had the 4th best adjusted defense. You look at UConn, UConn top 25 adjusted offense and adjusted defense, but they're going up against the 62nd best opponent adjusted offense and the 28th opponent adjusted defense. So Maryland's playing tougher competition. I like them a lot. I think that they have really gone up against tough competition and they're four and seven versus the top 25. UConn's 0 and four against the top 25. Against big competition, it seems like UConn chokes because they don't face tough competition enough for me to trust them. I like Maryland to win a dollar on that to win one dollar and thirty eight cents plus one thirty eight odds on that. Final game we're betting Alabama two seed versus number fifteen Iona Rick Pitino Scott squad. Three p.m. tip on this one. I am going to take Alabama to win. We're going to bet one dollar to win six cents. The odds on it are minus eighteen hundred. So those are our bets for the first 30 games in the first round. Again, we're not betting on the Illinois games. We bet two futures on that one. Uh, Villanova to win the title and Texas to win the title. I really appreciate you checking out this episode of the $36 Tournament Challenge. I am host and contestant Sean Anderson. Please follow us on Twitter at 50kpod. And if you're listening on Toots, reviewing the podcast truly helps us grow. I will be back on Sunday with my picks for round two. Hopefully, we have a ton of money to bet then. I will talk to you on Sunday.